everybody. Welcome to episode 270 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film and more. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Mr. Paul Robinson. I have a guest. We have a guest today. We've had a, a, quite a few guests. And I'm really excited this one. There is a connection yeah. here yeah. that we'll get into. There's like um, a, a, a one degree to Kevin Bacon. Yeah. One <laughs> degree. Kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so introduce us and let us know the name of your film and what you do. Sure. Uh, my name is Julianne Cross. I'm an actor, a writer, and a filmmaker. Uh, my short that they are referencing is called Delete. And our one dimension, our one degree, is uh, Karen Anthony, yeah. who um, is was in a project of yours as well. Mm-hmm. And he's the actor in Delete, my short film. Yeah. yeah. So you're, well, how, you're how welcome. Did... <laughs> we, we, yeah. We, thank we you. like to let him, you know, work with other people every yeah. so often. Um, yeah. So how did you come across Kieran? Oh, um, well, when I set out to make Delete, uh, I knew I wanted to do it as professionally as possible, but also in, with the budget that I had. Mm-hmm. I have a dear friend who works as a casting director for Liz Lewis. Um, and so I knew I had it was just going to be me and one other person in the movie. And so I... I really wanted to make sure I took care it, with casting that, and I wanted it to be someone that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't bring any baggage, friendship baggage or other baggage to sure. the screen. Um, and so I hired her uh, for a lovely friendship slash professional rate <laughs> to post it on Actors Access. And mm-hmm. so I did a full casting process oh, nice. where um, she posted it, she screened it, um, and then I had about... I think eight gentlemen that I ended up watching their tapes and then I did chemistry reads with three or four of them. And Kieran was the first one. Mm-hmm. And it was just very evident how, first of all, talented he is, but also how well we just got along. And it just, I knew that would translate very well. And it was important since I was also directing it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So you should have seen him when we first got him. Like, <laughs> wow. Thank you for shaping him and molding yeah. him. He didn't come out of a box be... like that, yeah. you know? Uh, Um, no that was that was kind of our experience as well i mean he kind of just was like yeah that's he clearly has this um very kind of like uh just cool calm collected nature about it and you know for us as i'm sure with you casting is so much about chemistry like just as people not not as a character you know Mm -hmm. because you're Right. We have to be vulnerable with these people, and and and, and we had and, to live with them for like and, a week. In our case, yeah, we had to live with them. So, um, right, are you a good hang? Yeah, exactly. And th- that's literally like a lot of uh, you know, we've. I can certainly deal with someone that's a little less experienced, but is more eager to make good art than correct the other way around. So, absolutely. Yeah. So what what inspired this short? Was it a personal? It felt personal, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> you never know. I have to ask. Who did you oh, delete? Oh, sure. That's Who what did I you to... delete? <laughs> Who did I delete? Um, there's been a few. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I've prior to the pandemic, I, I've, I've always been a writer. I did comedy for a long time, an actor. And then during the pandemic, I really was like, what can I do right now for myself? How can I take... Um, my career into my own hands and I had been it's been bugging me I you know you hear that over and over make your own work make your own work 
And it's easier said than done, but suddenly I had time. Yeah, yeah. And I also was going through a breakup, as most people did, I think. In Not most people. Right. Everyone broke up in Everyone broke up. Yeah. Um, it either strengthened the relationship that you were in mm-hmm. or it really shined a light on the issues that you had and you were either forced to deal with them or leave. Yeah. And um, I was in a seven-year relationship oh, wow. that ended oh. during the pandemic. Oh. Um and sorry oh, no it's okay honestly <laughs> well, she got a movie uh, out of it yeah right <laughs> i'm actually very happily in another relationship now so uh healing can happen yeah yeah, yeah. um but uh i was sit- i had left the city came back was living alone in a tiny studio apartment going on long runs in central park no one was there and i was also in the process of deleting the photos of him and I off of my Instagram grid. And that felt like a very um, painful yet cathartic process Mm -hmm. where I was going through the memories and thinking about certainly the positive things, but also realizing that in a lot of those photos, we had fought that day Mm. or it never was what it seemed. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that kind of just sparked this idea that what if as you started to delete someone off of your Instagram, the full memories of them deleted with it. Yeah. Um, and then we were off to the races and then it was one of the first things that I've, I've written many scripts. It was the first script that I was like, I think I have to make this now and probably because it was so personal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those always make the best stories, obviously, you know, when it's, when you really connect with it like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a there was a scene. I mean, it's probably not what you would want to hear. Like that's the part that you like the best. But I'm uh, I I really like when you can see that there's a connection between two actors, and I like very realistic dialogue. You know, as, as an actor myself, you know, it's like you read a script of someone's, you're just like nobody talks like this. This feels so right. weird, um, and it feels scripted. And there was like a moment where you guys were. It was towards the end where you were laying in bed together and just kind of having like this moment, mm. and um, Kieran just like makes this derp sound and like face at you and it's just a moment that it's like yeah that's something that people would do you know (laughs) so I just really I really liked that part it really it made it feel more um I don't like you could relate to these people more I guess yeah I felt like and I have a background in improv um but Kieran just came in and just added so many beautiful improvised moments typically at the end of a scene or you know between we'd find things that worked for us and it just I really give him a lot of credit for that because I think for me for my first script I was a little precious about it Mm -hmm. here are the words Um, say the words and stand there say the words (laughs) um for myself right uh because I was also wearing so many other hats yeah and so to bring an actor on who was that playful and that open and that committed to um, really making the relationship feel lived in was a gift. I, I really don't think that my this film would be what it is without him, truly. How yeah. long did it take uh, for you guys to film? Because I know you filmed a lot of scenes, you know, in, in public areas. So what was that like? <laughs> yeah. It was fun. Um, we filmed it in three days. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the initial shoot was three days. Um, and so the first the first two were primarily in Central Park, 
Um, and then we had a lovely um, antique store that I just kind of like rolled in and was like, I'm going to, I would like to shoot a film. What's the rate? And they were, they, the guy just like rolled his eyes at me and he was like, <laughs> when do you want to do it? <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, just pay this guy to come in early and open up for you and don't break anything. And I was like, oh, okay, great. Thank you. Um, Love that. Yeah. So uh, that was two days. And then the final day was shooting everything inter- internally in um, interior in my apartment, which mm-hmm. is maybe 350 square feet total. Uh <laughs> Yeah, it's a New York so super spacious with yeah. film equipment and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we actually just had the film equipment in a U-Haul and had someone fire watching all the time, completely mm-hmm. from like sunup to sundown. And uh, yeah, we all just piled in here, took legs off of tables, flipped my couch, made it work. Um, and yes, yeah, so it was three days initially, and then um, we. That first day of shooting, the very first scene that we shot, my DP came up to me a little nervous after that first scene that we shot. She was like, I think something's up with the memory card. I think we're okay. Oh, no. She's like, we could reshoot all of it. We'd be really behind. And my producer or director hat was on, and I was like, trusting in the universe, we're going to get that footage back. And then after we wrapped, we reached out to the camera company to see if they could troubleshoot it. And they were going to charge us a hefty price Mm. to get the footage back, which I was happy to pay. They charged us nothing, not even to look at it, because they were like, it was that corrupted. Oh, God. Oh, wow. So um, the name of the film is Delete. And the (laughs) first scene that we we shot was deleted. Yeah. Um, oh, no. And so because that, that was the ice cream scene and that that scene mm. needed to match the Instagram photo. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that scene was written for a sunny day eating ice cream. And I, for some reason, really loved that visual. Um, and so we waited six months to reshoot oh, that wow. scene um, until the spring. And then the day of the shoot, it was raining. Yeah, which is why we're running in underneath right. the awning, um, which actually just made that seem so much more fun. There's so much more movement. There's It's moody. Uh, and then Kieran and I had now known each other for six months. Right. So right. It, it just, for that to be the first scene where you're like, oh, I believe that they care about each other and they want to be in a relationship with each other, that little gift that expensive gift was worth it yeah the, and you know it's it's also something that Some like serious lemonade there not not to yeah <laughs> not to to take from it but it's something that saying being precious about something as a writer you just go like i really want this to be on a sunny day it has to be on a sunny day and for some reason like our brains just attach to that yeah and then yeah but ultimately it didn't mean anything you know it's just kind of like it didn't matter and there may have been something better, you know, so that's like that constant process in writing to go like, am I being unreasonable here? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Or do yes. I, 
is this adding anything to it? I mean, you start to write differently when you have those experiences. You almost have to have those experiences to go like, all right, I was harping way too hard on this room looking this specific way. I don't know why, because it didn't do anything. And I mean, it's also like what's what's noticeable to you, what's important to you, and then it's what's important to the audience. I mean, you want to make a movie for yourself. It is your film. But then right. is this important to the audience? And, you know, so there's times where, he, he will become obsessive in post and I'm going like, look, no one is going to notice this. Like I'm maybe another filmmaker might go like, oh, I wonder if something happened there. You know what I mean? But sure. most people aren't going to catch it. And then also with film festivals, it's not, you know, they're on projectors a lot of the time. So it's like, yeah, they're not even going to you're not even going to be able to appreciate what you did here with color or whatever, because it's going to be on. A sheet, correct. You know what I mean. So you you have to sort of let those things go. But you know, you guys coming in from the rain, like I didn't think at any point, like, well, that was that could have been better if it was if, a different. If it was sunny, if it yeah. was sunny, you know, it's just, <laughs> too bad it's not sunny out. But it's those things that you go like, well, that's how I pictured it. That's how I pictured it. And yeah. it, it works. It works out better, or this, or just as well, you know, yeah. than anything else. Um, it's it's crazy that you went right into. Um, what kind of went wrong? Because we always ask that question. Because yeah. on every set, it's like, all right, what yeah. happened? It, well, with us, it's always like, what do you mean half of the labs aren't working? How's that? Right. How's that? We just bought yeah. them. Like, what? Well, I think as, as filmmakers, we're in this interesting place where, like, whenever somebody starts to watch your film, a they don't have they don't bring their own baggage to it, right? So they don't they don't know it took you all day to get that one shot, or that that's not what you intended. You intended something else. So they're just taking it at face value, mm-hmm. and they want it to be good. They're rooting for it right from the beginning, right? And so I feel like that gives us a unique perspective. And, and ironically, us as as the artists are always the ones that are just getting obsessive about, you know, the way this person turned and looked in this moment or something, you know, in, in, our, in our own work where the story's being told and the person that is seeing the story unfold that is just a small part of it, you know, whereas yeah. for us, it's the entire, it's like, if this look isn't right, this whole thing falls <laughs> apart. It's just kind of like an interesting thing that, that we always fall into, I find. Well, and I have so many family and friends that have no idea what it takes <laughs> to make a film. They're just like, oh, good for you. You did it. And yeah, then yeah. When I start to explain the details and just all of the nuances to it, even just sound and color. They're like, wait, yeah. what? You don't just shoot it and slap it up there. It's like, yeah. no, yeah, yeah. Um, just all of the, and, and, and I was very, very careful about every choice that I made on this film um, where I think everyone should be if, if you care about it. But mm-hmm. I, I think to go back to what you were saying that I think the most important thing is how do you make the audience feel? How mm-hmm. do you want to make the audience feel and how do they feel watching it? Yeah. Yeah, um, and, it, and it's it's tough because it's you know you're so invested in it, and every everything that you planned out to do is for a specific reason to get the viewer to this to understand what you're saying, and and uh, yeah, it's just it's it's really a tricky balance, and you know we do a lot of our own posts, so you know things that you know trying to cut stuff out for time or for whatever reason, it's like this isn't work this isn't pushing the story forward but yes but it took me all day to light this yeah so it's gonna stay or you know like that sort of thing we went through that with kieran yeah we actually had had to cut one um, of his scenes the the (sighs) scene where he had the most dialogue and so of course i had to reach out afterwards and be like i swear it wasn't you (laughs) 
I swear it wasn't you. Because, of course, as an actor, you're like, wait a minute. Why was, like, my biggest monologue not in the final cut? What happened? And the reality was that I messed up. I was his scene partner. And, you know, wearing all the hats, I was freaking exhausted. And it was one Mm -hmm. of those scenes that we were supposed to film the next day. But we were like, why don't we try tonight? And it was such a bad idea. It sounds like a good idea before the lights are set up and it takes all that time. And you're like, okay, we've been here an hour. We still haven't shot. I'm so tired. And the performance on my part was awful. And I was like, this poor guy. (laughs) I was like, I am so sorry. But it just didn't like melt well in the script. And I was like, I kind of ruined that. And I have to admit that. And but then it was that learning experience of just like, you know, we knew better. It was too late. And we shouldn't have pushed it. We should have put it for the next day like we were supposed to. We were overachievers. And now look what happened, you know. So um we have things like that. So hopefully the memory card that was as, like the worst thing that happened. Yeah, I, that <laughs> is the worst thing that happened okay. for sure. Um, they're just, again, kind of going back to like being precious about how I wanted something shot uh, mm-hmm. or what I wanted to include. There was just Sunday was the was three days, Friday through Sunday, Sunday, the last day doing everything in this apartment. We had maybe like a handful of setups left and I, and I really was wanting a specific shot. And, uh, I just looked at the time and I looked at how tired my crew was Mm. and I realized that we didn't need it. And I could tell it simply by sitting on my couch, like, Mm -hmm. and just texting. Like I didn't have to be making anything in my kitchen and coming and sitting down. We could do it so simply. And that was kind of my, my producer brain, Plus my um, director brain just looking at it very simply and saying, we don't have to make this more complicated than it needs to be. We're running over time. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone wants to have a pizza party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I could see the relief on everyone's faces, too, because we've all been on those sets yeah. where it gets pushed later and later because... And, and, and also I think there are, oper- there are times where you, it's worth fighting mm-hmm. yeah, to absolutely. get something specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I learned to be less precious, be more adaptable, but the memory card was the worst, yeah, the yeah. worst thing. Yeah. We, um, we, uh, we try, you know, we're, we're both lucky and unlucky enough that most of our stuff is filmed with our own money. And so we have a lot you know, it, it sucks because it's our own money, but then also we have complete and total creative control over everything. Right. And so we try our best to, that's kind of been our thing, especially lately is where, you know, we don't, nobody's performing well at the end of a 16 hour day, no. you know? And so we try our best, like, let's just save up a little bit more and get that extra day so that we're not killing everybody. Yeah. And they, you know, I feel like it's like the four day work week thing, right? Where it's like, you can get, you have a certain amount of work to get done. And then if you plan it out, you can actually be more productive in a smaller period of time overall, if it's kind of, you know, spread out in a, in a smart way. And so like for us, that's, that's kind of like a big thing because it's, everybody's giving their best. So you don't need 20 takes because the lighting's this way or the acting is, is they're they're struggling with the scene because they're exhausted. Whereas you do it the next day and they're fresh and we can get it done a lot quicker. So you actually, we don't need 20 takes. The next time you ask me to take 20, takes, I remember that you said that when I'm like, we got it, we got it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, 
You gotta. I, you need a safety. At least sure, one safety. Yeah. Nineteen safety. <laughs> you need nineteen safety. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then you need a safety mm-hmm. for that safety because exactly. it's who for knows. Sure. I did actually. It's it's. Something that you said it made me think of something on a, a writer's perspective is when you said like so you had the scene that you had initially thought like you were you would be cooking and and I wonder do we I'm air quoting write things like that right because we think of things in long form right like in a yeah. feature you have to fill so much more time so it's like oh there's time for just this random fifteen second shot of them cooking something. But in a short, it, there's no time for it. But it's like you're sort of you're writing and even though you know you're writing a short, you're writing in long form in a way visually. And you think, Correct. oh, wouldn't it look so pretty and so nice? It wouldn't add so much depth to the character if you see her just doing this mundane thing. And it's like, yeah, there's no time for that like here. Um, if we had, you know, 90 minutes, then that would be wonderful. But like we can't do that here. Uh, Because I find myself doing that. And then as we're going through this script again, I know go for the hundredth time and I'm like, there's no time for this shit. Why did I write that? Like, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) I think there's a, like a balance too, because I think I want, I never want to limit myself to what I'm writing, regardless if it's a short or, or whatever. But I think there is this part of me that's very practical. And so I'm like, okay, well, if I'm writing this to make it, (laughs) how do I how would I make it Mm -hmm. and what's the least complicated way but the best way to tell that story yeah Yeah. um but yeah I wanted to show her cooking for herself and burning the salmon and Mm -hmm. having a little bit of like what the fuck and then sitting down and but that's did not help the story (laughs) it just was me thinking about building her out more Mm -hmm. which we 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 do see in the flashbacks enough yeah Writing shorts, it's, I always say writing shorts is really, di- it's really difficult, you know, well, when, when, you you're write, dealing... when you see a, a well-written short, yeah. you're like, that's, that's such an accomplishment because you can, it's, there's, it's more forgiving when it's a feature, there's yeah. more things happening and it's, you're, you're, you've sat down with the expectation to sit down for that amount of time. But for shorts, a lot of times also in uh, the way it runs in a film fest, you know, in that block, sometimes people don't know how long. You know, oh, yeah. it's in the, you're in the dark. You, you can't see. You're like, how long is this? I don't know. Am I going to, am I invested in this for four minutes, 14 minutes? I don't know. You know, so you yes. have, people are so much more judgmental in, in you taking up 14 minutes of their time, almost more so than taking up an hour and a half, because it's like, once they've invested in like, I'm yeah. going to give you an hour and a half, the film can be okay. For some, I've noticed this, you know, but it's like 14 minutes or 10 minutes where you really have to grab people's attention. And it's really hard to write for that because you're, you know, you're limited. You don't have those, those sort of transitional moments. It's just like, boop, 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 you have to keep going. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the only Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to (laughs) say, going to these film festivals has opened my eyes. I've learned so much about what I could do better next time, what not to do next time, mm-hmm. uh, really taking away like really wonderful, like clever filmmakers making a a short that's sometimes four minutes long, sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes 14, but like some of these little micro shorts are excellent. And so it's been really fascinating to see just the gamut of short films that are programmed. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I think because that's it. The ultimate way to get somebody invested into a character is like you literally need time to do that. The more time you have, the more invested they can. The the bigger the stakes are for that person in that story, and so that's always the battle. You know, she struggles with it where she's you know um, trying to tell a story, but it's like we have X amount of time or money or whatever the confines are, and it's like well, just write the story as you want, and then we'll start chopping it away because then a decision that you make early on to cut something or shorten something may affect something later, but let's get the whole story and then start to condense it down from there. What is that ironically your process? One of my, uh, I'm sorry? Is that your process? Like you would write a first short something longer and eventually um, trim it I, down? You know, I'm, it's a battle for me because we've been doing this. For I try to get that to, to be her process. <laughs> okay. That, it's we, your process. Yeah. yeah. We've been it's my process for her for 15 years. And you know, I think a lot of it is subjective. Every film festival is so different. You yeah. know, there is a general sort of like rule that everyone follows. And yes, you like 10 minute is the sweet, is the sweet spot. 10 minutes is where they like you to be. Like, you know, you're really pushing it on 20. It better be amazing at 20. I could have put two films in that slot, blah, blah, blah. You get the whole thing. And it's like we went through that and we were following that sort of formula for a while. But honestly, it's like, as of as as of late with the the films that we've made you know i don't really i don't really bother myself with it as much anymore i i i'm conscious of like well this can't be you know 27 minutes that's such a weird time but i kept trying to stay like oh let's make this 10 minutes and then it's like it was really starting to affect the story and then i was starting not to enjoy the process of writing it because it felt like a job there was wow. such a weight put on it that it's like, well, it doesn't matter that these these points are really important to the character. It, we've got to stay under this time. And, you know, people, a, a lot of times we go to film festivals and people come to see the movie they came to see and they will straight up just walk out when they're done and not finish the block. So I'm like, you know what? If they stay, they stay. If they don't, fuck it. I just, you know, I'm not gonna shoot myself in the foot by making it super long. But if it's if we're we're trying to go for fifteen minutes and it's eighteen minutes, then it's eighteen minutes. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's not yeah. like I I can't. I, it's it's a really difficult process because you you don't want to compromise your vision, you know. But at the same time, we've done really well sometimes, and it's been longer. And you know, and I'll just be transparent. I've had to sit through so many shitty films that were way too long. I'm like, you could do it to mine then. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, Sit through back. my shitty films. <laughs> Sit through this shit now. <laughs> but no. I, no, I, I mean, I agree. You know. I, it, I, I think there is an etiquette and mm -hmm. I will always sit through an entire block if yes. I come to, to see any film in that block. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I think to go back to what you were saying um, about, I, I think the... So there is now real construction. Can it's not too weird. Yeah, yeah, we can not, hear you. <laughs> not too bad at all. I just got very... She's like, very... hello! Yeah. Why did she start can screaming midway through the episode? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, there's no, oh, there's never construction. It's the joys of living in the city. Yeah. Only when I have an important audition <laughs> or I'm recording a podcast. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I really forgot what my train of thought was uh, um, because of that. I'm sorry. We're talking about sitting through a block. Sitting of... through a block. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. I think what I noticed is, and to kind of tie it back to what you said earlier, there would be blocks where there'd just be like, 
in short films, just long shots, drone shots, yes, <laughs> beautifully lit atmosphere. And I understand, I get it, because mm-hmm. everyone is excited about their piece of the puzzle and 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 I just there's just a lot that can be trimmed. I like a leaner mm-hmm. story and mm-hmm. um but and to your point, if you have more to say, put it in there and it'll get programmed or the right people will connect with it. Because sometimes people are just sitting watching a beautiful shot for a long time, mm-hmm. bored out of their minds. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, it's, it's also is what is the story you want to tell, right? Is this a story, right. you know, like, um, you know, a lot of um, genre films that lean on the genre a little too heavily can can make a five minute film and and have their beginning middle and end because it's it's not that there's no substance there it's just that you know this is just an exercise in genre right and so there may be a little more leeway in terms of audience reception with that stuff but when you're dealing with something a little more character driven and story driven which still can be genre but um that that stuff still you know it just takes time and it's it's up to us as the filmmakers to decide how that time is allocated and what we're doing with that time. And oh, yeah, it's really, you can always kind of spot too when like someone got access to a drone. Yeah. It's like every shot. <laughs> you're like, all it's right. It's a lot of all right. these days. Yeah. I get it. You got, I got a, a drone. <laughs> I got a drone a couple years ago and I have yet to use it. You've yet to use it. Like, I, I haven't, just... there hasn't been a need. You well, know, it was, we're... it was given to us to be fair. We yeah, yeah. like just buy it and let it sit. It was given to us and we're like, Oh sweet. But then we're like, I mean, do I write anything that really ironically yeah. the a vital sign that with Kieran was like the first time that our our uh, gaffer, he had a drone and he was like, well, I'll just bring it. And we're like, sure. I mean, if you want to bring it, you know, like bring the drone. And yeah. so we have uh, actually our poster was a drone one, shot. Yeah. yeah. Like our poster wound up being a drone shot. And it was on 127 acres, 129 acres or something like that. So it was like. I mean, this is something. You, it's beautiful, you know. Like, let's use the drone for that. But to be, but you I know, we also had drones, you know? we also had like three hours of drone footage, and we used like a minute, maybe. Yeah, well, yeah, because <laughs> sure. it was like it's not. You know, it starts to feel like an advertisement yeah. for a drone after a while. And you're like, what is this movie about, really? Yeah. I mean, I've been looking at an aerial aerial footage of this house for like it's... forty <laughs> seconds now, yeah. and I'm not sure why. But not every yeah. story needs to be epic. Yeah. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's. It's difficult too, right? Because like, especially if you get your hands on something, you're like, I don't want to underutilize this, but then right. you wind up overutilizing it, and yeah, that's like a sort of the. So I'm curious, what is your film fest experience been like? Because we're very like, mm. we have a love hate relationship with it after 15 years. You know, it's just like we've had so many different experiences at film fest, but yet also kind of all the same experience at film fest, and so. I think in the beginning of our career together, it was like the end all be all. And now we're like, yeah, we'll throw it in some festivals and just move on. <laughs> you know, it's not as big yeah. as it was for us. Uh, I think I have a, I have uh, some friends who actually you should have them on this podcast. They did a feature during the pandemic with a cast and crew of three people. Sounds like our kind uh-huh. of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the film is called Shutterbugs. Um, I'll send you the information. Yeah. But um Wait, what was the what was the point of me saying that? Um, uh, film fest experiences. Film oh yeah. yeah, so so they've been just killing it. They've been getting into all these film festivals, and so I was kind of asking their advice on how I should approach it. And so it was 
it was exciting for me because in my mind I was like, well, I'm just going to get into a bunch of film festivals too. That's the trajectory. That's how you get your film out there. And they happened to make an incredible film. Uh, and But it took them a long time to start getting traction and getting mm-hmm. into these festivals. Um, and for me, I funded this myself. I did a, a, a seed and spark, but mm-hmm. a lot of my own money went into this. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Same. we kind of use it as like, look, people are putting money in here, but it's our money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know... Every every film festival you get into, you're spending money on traveling there yep. and and showing up and and the uh, fees, which are crazy now. And that's what it is. And I think I had I think I've submitted to maybe thirty something mm-hmm. film festivals, which seems like a lot, but it's actually not a lot. Yeah. I don't think financially um, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah knowing financially, what that costs. it's a lot. Um, and I've I've gotten into six. I'm still waiting to hear back about for about a third of it. Um, but uh, I've really enjoyed seeing other people's work. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the festivals that I've gone to have been very thoughtfully curated. And mm-hmm. those are the ones that I like more mm-hmm. than a big festival. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to get those laurels, but I love a, a, a festival that has shorts that is is literally like it's programmed to the theme right uh and so i've had a couple of experiences where my short just doesn't fit with the other the Mm -hmm. other films that were in the block um but that's also just part of the joy of getting to see other people's work other genres um it's it's a lot of money. Is the yeah. film festival is the end of the story. But I'm going down to DC uh, for the DC Shorts International Film Festival, and I just got into the San Jose Shorts Festival. Um, nice. And I'm gonna try to. I, I want to go when right. I get in, so I can meet other people and connect. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's subjective for sure, mm-hmm. and a lot of it is. Who do you know? Who can pull some strings yeah. to help you get Absolutely, in? Absolutely, yeah. And it's not a measure of whether or not something is good. I think any art, the measure of any art, whether it's good or not, is if it affects the people who are consuming it. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. I think people need to be careful with that. Um, you know, getting into Film Fest is nice and, and all that stuff. But, you know, we've had films that, like, one film festival will say, this is the best film. Here's your award. And another film festival is like, it's not even good enough to play. So it's like, that doesn't, what is that? That doesn't mean anything. Like, yeah. so I think for us, it's just a matter of like, over the years, we've kind of curated our ourselves into knowing like what film festivals are worth it for us, because based on the other films that are going to be there, the, the other people that are going to be the other types of filmmakers that tend to go and we can go there and, and chat and, and we know that they're not just doing it for the money and that they care about the films that they're playing and and that stuff. And so that for us is is important. And, and uh, you know, we've been made a much bigger attempt lately to go to the festivals and meet other people because we've always been very much the people in the back that have just like, all right, there's our film and <laughs> this is how they responded to it. And let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> Um, and cause you know, f- for us, it's hard, like most artists struggle with it and that you, you like feel so fake trying to t- 
strike up a conversation with someone to talk about your film or talk about their film even. And, you know, and so there's that. We always well, struggle yeah, with he's, that. He's got, so I usually, I usually wind up become becoming the mouthpiece because he'll like disappear. I'm like, don't you dare. Like you better <laughs> network with me if I have to be here. You have to be here too. And, but where, what he's better at is just kind of going like, hey man, I loved your film. I don't know what happens to my brain. It's like if I don't love somebody's film, I just avoid them. I don't know, like, cause I don't, you know, like, ah, oh, I had someone walk up to us, and be like, "Hey, your film was great." I was like, "Thanks so much," and I just bolted, like, cause I was like, I have nothing nice to say here, and I don't know what, like, I love that you had a camera. Uh, and that there was windows in the house. Those were great. You know, it's just, I just like my brain shuts off. Like, I don't, I don't know what to say here because I'm, I'm lying, you know, and, and, um, if it's you're a, a truthful and direct person <laughs> and that is an important yeah. aspect of who you are. I love I, your well, film. Yours was horrible. I, Have a good day. Yeah, I guess it's because <laughs> I don't, I don't want that. Yeah. Right. See, like, I don't want somebody to say, I liked your film if you didn't like my film. And right. so I don't, don't like doing that. Yeah, I don't yeah. need that. And I and and you, you get that enough from your friends that don't know how to make film that are like, loved it. And you're like, all right, <laughs> loved it, love you. Everything's perfect. <laughs> yeah. like, all right. Thanks a lot. You know, but sometimes you, you know, it's the specifics, right, that somebody could say. Okay, yeah, I saw what happened there, you know, like the the lighting was a little blown out in the scene, whatever, but the message in the scene, like that's what you're like, oh, thank you so much. Yes, there was error. Like I get it and you get it because you're a filmmaker and it's okay that you've noticed that. I'm not, my my feelings aren't hurt by that. But you kind of went deeper, whereas like when you ask your friends, you're like, what'd you love about it? They're like, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, All right, cool. Uh, yeah. But one thing that, we had found out from a guest of ours, and I am terrible for forgetting his name. It was a few years back. Um, he made a, a documentary, and he was kind of struggling with, uh, and, and it was bigger budget than we'd ever have for anything. And he was struggling with like the acceptances from film festivals, and he was like, "What's going on? Like, you know, we, we've submitted to all these film festivals, we're getting rejected." And we kind of started getting that conversation of like our percentage success rate, and he was like no that's actually excellent and we're like what do you mean like we didn't we didn't get into like we like we if we submitted to 30 film festivals like we only got into like 18 he's like no that's really good that's so actually I guess insane he had to hire <laughs> like he hired somebody right well, who I, went through it and they were like the success rate for film fest if you get into 15 percent, is considered great so we were like yeah. oh so we stopped kind of worrying about it at that point like we were looking at it like it's another rejection, but it's like, yeah, it's still a good number. You know, yeah, you're but, still but over half of them you got into. Like, just relax. Yeah, but there is a caveat in that, you know, we know um, I think most people when they make a short film or any film, really, they start immediately firing off to the big guns. Right. They're just oh, yeah, we got to go to Sundance. We got to go to that. And that's fine to submit to those. Why not? Who knows? But. I don't, I don't. Not at those rates. <laughs> I think that like where we're at, we know the festivals that A, that we will most likely be able to go to because that's like mm -hmm. a big thing for us. We want to go to them. And like a festival that we feel is like um, that the goal of that film fest kind of aligns with what we're trying to accomplish as well and just telling these stories. And so we curate where we submit to. We don't just like blanket submit to a lot of and I think a lot of filmmakers do that um, so we're very carefully 
But that comes curating through years that. of trial and error, yeah. right? Where you go to and, a film festival and you're like, I'm never submitting and to yes, this And yes, we do have relationships with some film fests because we go there, we like what they do, and they, and they yeah. we get to know them, then they know us. And then, yeah, that may increase our chances to be accepted because there is that relationship that's built there. And also, right. once you start posting online about, we got into this film festival, and they other film they festivals start woodwork. coming out of the yeah. woodworks and giving you discounts, and they might be more likely to accept your film because now you're posting about that film festival. Maybe you'll post about this film festival now. And so it is, there is very much a game aspect to it. And I was saying, I think that you should... It's kind all, of annoying. You could literally make a laurel and say the Knickknack Film Festival and people will just be like, oh, they've made it into all these film yeah. festivals. Like sometimes I, I look at people's laurels and I'm like, I, I wonder if all of these are real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I wonder, and sometimes you hear quotes from people and you're like, there's no way that was said about that movie. There's no way... <laughs> That somebody said that about that movie. Well, most quotes are bought and they're not going to say anything or bad anyway. Or from their friends yeah. and things like that. Yeah, but um, it, it's, you know, it was, uh, that's just why I asked because we've, we're the worst at film festivals where we're just like, uh, it's like the, just the imposter syndrome right away. Where it's like, yeah. why should I watch a movie? Like, I don't know. I mean, why do we watch don't. any movie? Like, watch it. It's <laughs> actually pretty bad. Like, you should just <laughs> avoid our whole block, actually. I... I've what I really like I think for me I really loved was every block that I went to uh, the festivals that I've gone to I took notes Mm. uh, so I wouldn't forget so I just write the name of it and maybe the director and then like one thing I liked or something that stood out to me so that then if I ran into one of those people at the festival I had something to say to them and I could remember and um the one festival that I like really loved and Kieran actually came with me was Atlanta Shorts Fest, mm-hmm. Atlanta Film Series. They do such a great job of curating. Um, and uh, in my block, for some reason, very few of the other filmmakers could make it. But all of the other films were so good. Mm. I was so honored to be in this block mm-hmm. with every other film. And that's a really good feeling. And that also can be imposter because you're like, do I belong in this group? <laughs> yeah, was yeah. this an accident? It goes the other way. Um, but I then, thank you to social media. I made a film about social media. Now I'm being like, social media is great. But I um, slid into some of their DMs. Like mm-hmm. one lives in France, like one's in LA, one's in Nashville. And I just complimented them and told them how that their, how their film was received in the room. And they all were just so thankful and mm-hmm. then asked me to send me their film. I think it's, I think festivals are like what you put into it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And it is icky because you don't, <laughs> I didn't want to lead with like, please come to my block and here yeah. it is. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I think if you lead from like, I'm curious about you and I, if you've seen something already, it's helpful to have that as an opening. But yeah. it just depends on when those mixers are, when those yeah. gatherings are. We've had yeah. some pretty funky blocks that I've just been like, ooh, this is... I don't know what we're doing in here and uh, like, I'm not sure what's going on and it feels weird and I'm not sure how to approach this. But um, I think like the one thing I always say is I, my, my goal uh, because I'm sort of pessimistic, a lot pessimistic, but uh, my goal is to lose to great films. Like when we go to a film fest and I, we watch a block and it's like, our film was 
like I'm not being conceited, but it's like these were horrible and our film was the best film. I don't like that. That doesn't feel good. When no, it's not a good you feeling. You walk on stage and then everyone comes up to you like, your movie was great. And it's like, you didn't even have lighting. Of course our movie was great. You didn't even like this. Like It was so bad. You couldn't hear anything. The audio was terrible. You know none of these people are actual actors. They're all your friends. You know, that's a that's a really bad feeling when we travel somewhere and we're like there was zero effort put into these other films so I don't take pride in being the best film on that block I don't like that I want Mm -hmm. I like strive to feel like I'm out of place because it's like oh that means they saw something in what I did that they put me in with these other people that's great whereas like for a lot of people it's like I got the award and I'm like well I mean did we see what we were competing against here I mean that doesn't feels it feels bought Almost, you know, it's just like, well, I can't really take pride in this win because he's awful, you know, and I, well, I don't that, like that it's feeling. That, it's that thing of like being a big fish in a small pond or a small fish in a big pond. Yeah. And, you know, most people want to be the big fish, but if you're the small fish, I just you, want a clean you pond. Only, you only have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't even swim, so I, I don't, don't know even what's swim. <laughs> I think for me, I just. How you do one thing is how you do all things is the way I try to live my life. Um, I serve and bartend. I give a shit about that. Um, And and I feel like I want to be surrounded by people who feel the same way. I want to people who are making art that they care about Mm -hmm. and that are regardless of money. You know, you can make a very thoughtful, well shot, well acted film on no money. Uh, It it it's sometimes often the films that the cinematography is incredible Mm -hmm. and then where did you get these actors yeah yeah (laughs) yeah because they put all the resources we shot on a red yeah because they put all the resources into into their re or something or sometimes not like we shot on a red and we're like are you sure (laughs) like did you use it was the lens real because that was that didn't look like it was shot on a red and it doesn't matter like we always say the ultimate i'd rather watch something that was well thought out and maybe doesn't look perfect Right. Um, than to see something that's like, oh, that's beautiful cin- cinematography, and that's clearly your sister in the lead who's never acted before, and, yeah. and I'm not mm-hmm. invested in any of these characters. Yeah. I think but we'll- again, it's all a process, and I think everyone is learning, and so sometimes these people who have made those choices are like, oh, now I see it, and for the next time, yeah, I will make sure all of those aspects are touched right. upon or built yeah. on. You have a lot of faith in humanity. I love it. <laughs> oh, I am... A- <laughs> I feel like Sasha, you and I are like the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah, in the best way. I need more of you in my life, and you need more of me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, I'm sometimes like, oh god, I'm such a pessimist. But it's only just because, after so many years of like going to film festivals and like going up on a panel afterwards, and it's like you kind of try to gauge people's feelings, and it's like you can see it. Like, they see nothing wrong with what just happened there. They're just, like, pleased as punch with what they made, and it's like, all right, and that's why I avoid, because it's like, I don't know what to say to you, and I don't want to be another yes person in your life that lets Mm -hmm. you think that's okay. You know, you have to learn the importance of actually giving a shit about the film that you're making. because you don't know someone's temperament, you know? Yeah, but, you know, when we... I run into somebody that goes like, oh, God, we had like it was such a nightmare with this scene with lighting. It's like, OK, cool. They they see that, you know what I mean? But it was a good story. But they understand like, all right, they could or they couldn't afford a sound person. So they just had somebody holding a boom, which we had to do mm-hmm. for a very long time. Like we get it. You know, it's tough telling somebody like, yeah, stop sliding the boom pole in your hand like that because you can hear that in the mic. Yeah. <laughs> like, Don't do that. Uh, but if <laughs> someone doesn't know, they're going to do it, you know, so it's um 
it's definitely a, lear a learning process. And we've had some really good experiences at Film Fest, too. But it's just um, over the years, we noticed it becoming so much more political. It's like it's just very political, not mm -hmm. in politics, but just political in the way it runs. And it's, it's a cash grab a lot. You know, when we saw the submissions jump from an average of 25 to 50 in a matter of two years, it's like, wait, what? what just happened here you yeah. know this is this is nuts um but i mean i think i think that your film is uh it's 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 very film fest friendly i guess that was like you know it, it ha like it's it's a good it's a good length it gets to the point and that's a difficult thing to do a lot of times you know because you're sort of tempted to like go off the rails and like, yeah. <laughs> do something else did would did you ever consider this being a feature or were you ever interested in that yeah i mean I I think there's so much opportunity to play with the concept um, because, you know, obviously the way I did it was just like, here are these memories and here are the little ways in which she's forgetting. Um, but what are the, what are the consequences mm. right. to forgetting? And then do other people forget? Are people trying to help her remember? I mean, it is, it could be very much a eternal sunshine. I was of just this about to generation. say when I watched mm -hmm. it, I was like, oh, this is very like eternal sunshine. Cause then that's what I was thinking. I was like, all right, so if she forgot it, did he forget it? You know, is he, is he involved in the process? Is she erasing, you know, both of those experiences? Yeah. And that's why the ending is the way it is where yeah. it's a little like, do, do they, don't they mm -hmm. recognize each other? Yeah. Uh, she definitely doesn't. <laughs> yeah, she, she did. She's over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I really liked the challenge of making a short. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm in the process of writing another one that I will try and make in the next year. Um, and I have a couple of other projects that I'm producing and assistant directing. And uh, a feature would be amazing and incredible. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if this I would do this into a feature because mm -hmm. I feel like it's run its course for me yeah yeah uh, that's I've totally how I function <laughs> I'm like been there done that I don't want to do this again yeah yeah I mean unless someone just m magically wants to give me yeah. a lot yeah. of money to make it like sure <laughs> when great. do we start love <laughs> to. yeah <laughs> um but I think yeah I I even going to festivals and even coming in here to talk about it, I had to like reset my brain to be like, okay, two years ago was when I started pre-production. Yeah. Um, That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just, and, and uh, yeah. When, when do you let go of art? When do you let it be what it is? And yeah. when do you move on to the next project? I love that. Usually, be <laughs> usually before it's even done for us. Yeah. <laughs> like we're in, we just started post and I'm like, I'm over it. <laughs> I'm so over this. I don't ever want to talk about this again. And now we have to talk about it for a year or so afterwards. But yeah. I think it's, I don't know. I mean, I think it could be to a fault, right? I, yeah. my brain races to the point where I'm like, all right, Sashia, you're not giving this a fair chance because I'm already thinking of the next script. But then there, there's the other side of that where, you know, you go to a festival and someone's like, yeah, so we filmed this. It took us seven years to make. And you're like, what? Can you imagine one idea for seven years? I would never write again. I'd be like, I don't want to do this. I don't have, I just, I don't have the, like, we're in the run for our, uh, for our film. We have, I think it goes up until next spring. I'm done after that. Like, 
we gave it just a year pretty much because we got a lot of them in for this year. And I'm like, that's it. I, I don't want to yeah. stretch this for another two or three years. Like I just, I, I don't we'll have care enough by then, about probably. anything <laughs> to do it for that long, you know, more than anything. And that's of the kind next of project. how I feel too. Uh, you know, I, my first festival was a big apple, this spring mm-hmm. and i mean the last festival that i submitted to is gonna be early next year january february and i think i'm done like one year is enough yeah and i learned a lot and i'm grateful for the opportunity and then i just want to put it on the internet so my friends and family can stop being like send me the private link you know yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i think it's it's but it, it is kind of good when you know that it does stretch <clears throat> and if you are starting another project or maybe in the middle of one or something or just finished that you have that to kind of like promote, I guess, yeah. um, you know, to kind of help keep interest in what you're doing. Cause that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's unfortunately when you get to the business side of everything, if you want to kind of grow that side of it, there, there is kind of the business hat you have to put on, which most of us suck at. Um, but I found that like when you have other things going on and you're, you have the opportunity to talk about those things, you have the opportunity at, at that point to then kind of grow your network of people and, and maybe become part of someone else's network, you know, as well. And yeah. so um, I find that to be to be kind of helpful, the, the the bright side of festivals running so long. But, yeah, I hate it. It's like I submit now and the festivals like in, in eight months. <laughs> and what movie is this again? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Which, one, which one made this one? I don't know. Um, I know um, you do have to go uh, soon, though. Um, I did want to ask your your next project. Are you staying with this in this genre? Are there other genres that you'd like to get into? Uh, I would uh, I would love to do a comedy. Uh, just that is my background. My background mm-hmm. is comedy. I did a lot of stuff at UCB sketch and improv. Um, but this was kind of I wanted to take a step away from that because mm-hmm. I didn't have any footage that showed me doing anything other than. Yeah. Um, but my next project that I'm writing is still sort of in this vein, but I, I love, I love re- realistic films, mm-hmm. but I also that have a, a touch of another genre, which like delete is a touch of science fiction. Right. Um, and, uh, this, this would be a touch of a, a ghost story, okay. but nice. it's more just like a haunting of your past. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah so yeah I, yeah I for me it's not about genre for me it's like what story do I want to tell mm-hmm. yeah and I write a lot of personal narrative uh and so that just lend it lends itself for me to be like okay well this is a story from my life and then if I extrapolate what am I learning in my own life and how can I tell that in a story that's not necessarily mine yeah 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 it's always like for us it's always been like the the key to like any good quote-unquote genre film is that you can take that genre away and you still have something to say you know um and you're using that genre to kind of elevate the story in some way which is always kind of like you know the best sci-fi films aren't necessarily about what spaceship they're in it's about the struggle that these characters are having with each other or whatever it is you know and so that's yes that's always been um a big pet peeve of mine is people that kind of lean on genre too much. Although I love those films, you know, I'll, I'll still watch anything that if you put people in a spaceship, I'll watch it. <laughs> I don't care. So I do have that side of me, but for something to really stick out to me, like it has to really have something kind of, uh, 
human. Yeah, some kind of some something that is innately dramatic, I guess, for lack mm-hmm. of a better word. I meant to ask you as an actor, what ha- uh, what has your experience been like as of lately with the pandemic in in work and in acting gigs? Because it's been it can rough. Get, it, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that. Like, um, you know, go go through all the posts, and you're just like. Okay, you know, and uh, things that you're like, shouldn't that be paid? That really should be a paid gig. I think that was a paid gig. And no, it's not, you know, and um, I've just wondered, (laughs) is it just me? (laughs) No, it's not just you. It's been a very difficult transition. And I feel very lucky that I've found this passion. And I've really started to enter into this chapter of my career, which Mm -hmm. is taking the reins a little bit more. But it is, uh, it's been hard. I think... I used to be able to walk into rooms and uh, do well in person because mm-hmm. I'm a like a vibrant person and I can walk into a room and gain someone's trust and have a great audition one-on-one with someone. I feel like when you're self-taping, you're just throwing spaghetti against a wall and hoping that it sticks. Yeah. And there's so many more people that they're seeing now. Um, yeah. Yes. And then if you do get a call back, it's very rarely in person and it's often on Zoom and you're like, where's my eye line? And it's been a transition and I feel like we've all figured out how to transition. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's better. Right. Um, And it's not better for me. There are some people that are, I have friends that are just killing it because for whatever reason, they've really figured out how to audition do a great self-tape. Um, and I think it's luck, it's endurance and talent. Um, and the endurance part I think is the most, is the biggest factor and fight me on that. I really feel like you just, (laughs) if you just keep going and I'm 40, so I I don't know. I have friends that are 30. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I have friends who are freaking out because they're in their 30 and they're saying I'm too old and I'm never yeah. going to get this role. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to be I can't wait until I'm 50. Like, I want those roles. You yeah, know, you know, and it's that the, that's the most frustrating thing is like I became I, I stopped. But you look really, so young. So even when you're 50, you still. I, yeah, right. <laughs> I I stopped, you know, I didn't really bother with auditioning after a while because I really hated what I was getting and blah, blah, blah. And since we make films, I was like, I'm getting my fill. I'm writing the characters that I wanted to play. Like, I'm fine, whatever. And I've gotten back into it recently and I am backstage and Actors Access and all that. And I'm just like, this is awful. This is just awful. And there's no shortage of like 18 to 27. I'm like, right, right, right. And then there's my block at 43 years of age where it's like, I don't know, because then there's like 60 to 80. And I'm like, well, what happened here? Where did we go? Like, so no, we're I not cap important. at 30. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you look 35 to 45, do not even bother. You know, and it's just like, there's nothing here. You're, yeah, you're too there's old to play like the, the young character, but then too young looking to play the mother of that young yeah, character. Yeah, I'm like, so well, I guess like... I, I don't look 60, thank goodness. Uh, you know, <laughs> but I, I do look at least 43 which is my age I'm you know so it's like I don't know I don't know what's what to do here and it's I think it's important that we write these types of things that's why I I write because I'm like screw this like we exist you know (laughs) we certainly exist and but it it is rough out there with with that age you could definitely play younger though so you have way more opportunities (laughs) than I do (laughs) 
Thanks. Uh, I, I, I work a lot commercially, which is helpful for f- finance finances. Um, but, uh, I really would love to work more consistently in film and television. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think honestly, like just being at these festivals helps me connect with other filmmakers. And I, I know you're like, I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> But I do. No, I do. It's just internally. I'm like, do. I hate every minute of this, but I'm like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> the people who actually say they like networking are psychopaths. <laughs> like, don't trust them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not one bit. <laughs> um, but you are an extremely talented actress. And I think that like just the more you do. I am. Yes, I, oh. I watched your work. Oh, like, I did. She's lying right to my face this one. <laughs> Well, thank you. I don't take compliments well either, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah. And I just think, again, endurance, longevity, you're creating work that it's just what you put in is what will eventually come out. It just it sucks. And I have a friend who's a pop artist and he's incredibly talented. He makes music. He's actually the one who did all the music on my film. Okay. Uh, And it's so difficult for him to get any kind of traction because of Spotify. He's like, you know, it's the same thing. And TikTok, everybody's and like, TikTok they're becoming stars and, off TikTok. Yeah. yeah. But, but those people are going to have their moments in the sun and then the sun's going to go down. Right. Yep. And I right. think for now it's like, put in the work, make the art that speaks to you. And hopefully people will pay attention. I just got to make it to like 50, Kieran. right? Cause that's yeah. where the good roles are. Yeah. Let's just make it to 50. Well, no, I that's think, the goal. I think endurance is the key. You know, I think, you know, uh, it, it not only does it help you hone your skills and become better at what you do, but it also shows the world how serious you are about whatever it is, you know, whether you're an actor or writer, or whatever it is, and you have a body of work. And so, any opportunity is is what is it? Luck meets opportunity meets preparedness or whatever. This whatever <laughs> the nailed the it. equation is <laughs> nailed it. And so like you've got two of them down. You know you just need the luck, and that'll happen eventually. So um, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm pessimistic, so I'd say well you can hope, but I don't know. Looks <laughs> <laughs> yeah. great, but I don't I'm know. I'm a little more optimistic than definitely. You, but, uh, the you guys make a good team. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much uh, for coming on and uh, yeah. I, we hope to keep in touch with you and, and Absolutely. follow into your next project. Yeah. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> so that was Julianne Cross. We it thank was. thank her for being on. And hopefully we'll see more stuff from her. We'd like to oh, we keep definitely, in touch. We definitely will. She's, uh, she's fantastic. You're fantastic. Everyone's fantastic. Well, she is. Yeah. That's why we don't have people on that are not fantastic. Well, we try not to. Yeah. I mean, there's, sometimes you can't. There's, what can you do? You don't yeah. know what you get. It's like, you know, you order something new and you're like, I don't know if I would order this again, but it's I here. would order that again. <laughs> I would order this again. Yeah. This I would order again. It was a good experience. Um, so uh, probably we have a film fest coming up um, this weekend yeah. that we went to this weekend. Um, but we are talking to you from the past. Oh, yeah. so we'll talk Barely about Barely the that past, but a, the past nonetheless. Yeah. And, and see, see how that goes. Or we won't talk to you about it next week and yeah. then you'll know how it goes if we don't talk about it next week then you'll it was know how horrible it, how it goed because then i don't want to say anything about yeah. it yeah. Uh, but this is all part of the process right sometimes we have good experiences sometimes we don't we try not to shit talk people but i'm not going to lie about an experience if somebody asks me about it um i think that's it like i don't know what else we have we have just a lot of crap going on so um yeah and then we still have the 48 hour from film project i don't know if we talked about that yet we signed up for that 
Um, I don't think we did, but yeah, we signed up for that. Figured it'd be a lot of fun to do. Yeah, so far, there's you know? uh, three of us. <laughs> so, as, on, on our as, team, you mean? Y- yeah. yeah, and uh, it's not, it's not that team's not getting any bigger realistically. So um, hopefully, we'll we see. can make something work there. Yeah, we figured we'd challenge ourselves. We kept saying we were gonna, we were gonna try it, and and uh, there's pe- pe- there's a teams of three that have made whole feature films. So. There was a team of one that actually submitted one. So yeah. You know, we'll see what happens. Um, shout out. Shout outs to MoGraph. To MoGraph. And if you As have usual. something that you think we should see or you've made a film or you have a friend that made a film and you're like, you know what? This film is actually not terrible. You guys should see it. Then send it our way. Send it our way. Bye. Bye. Bye.